Hello and welcome to the Just Skimming the Surface podcast. I'm your host, Wesley W. Skim Milk Skim. I'm here with two different guests today. We've got Devin returning for his second episode. Recurring guest. Hello. Yes. <laughs> He's so Quite proud to be on the list, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael for his first time. Right? Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, if we just go around introduce ourselves you didn't really get a chance to do it last time you were on Devin this is your first time Michael so if you just want to kind of just introduce yourself who you are what you do all right so I'm Devin I have been working for Domino's for five years and for the past three years I have been a general manager at the store that I work at and I'm Michael uh, similar route I've been working at Domino's for three and a half years couple years with Wesley and Devin. I'm general manager at a different store for about a year now. That's about it. That's <laughs> all that I do. I know about me. <laughs> Other than that, I just sleep and, and eat. I'm and Wesley I and I, Domino, I am so. the CEO of Domino's for like <laughs> the last four years. <laughs> but no, for real, I, uh, we, were, we were talking one night, Devin and I, about just all the technological advances that are happening in like the industry, not just for Domino's, but like for different stores with kiosks and stuff. And I just kind of wanted to sit down and chat with some people, you know, who are kind of in charge of stores and are hearing about that and kind of planning on the future and just kind of talking about our own personal beliefs on that and um, sort of uh, thoughts about how that might go. So. Cool, cool. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, I definitely think so. There's already in McDonald's, Taco Bell, uh, certain Domino's. I know that there's already the kiosks. So uh, we don't have them in ours per se. We're not that fancy yet, but they are rolling them out. Uh, it's definitely something that is going to take over, I would say. I assume, like I said, I don't have experience with it yet. It's definitely going to be an adjustment period. People have been walking into places, calling places. They've been speaking face to face with people. And that's just what it's been when they're ordering, you know, that's what they're used to. So uh, I know that there's, you know, ordering online, you know, apps, things like that. It was an adjustment period. So this is just something that people are going to have to adjust to. Uh, might be something that they like, don't like, because we still have those people that they do walk in when there's apps and online. They still call when there's apps and online. So this isn't really everybody's, you know, preference, but it's just kind of something that is, you know, the industry is moving that way so it's going to be adjustment for people i would say so yeah do you feel like it's kind of taking the human aspect out of your customer service in your store when those things will eventually roll out definitely a little bit yeah most definitely i mean they're walking in and i don't know how big they are but <laughs> <laughs> you don't even see the customer's face they're just yeah. in front of a big huge 35-inch television screen. I don't right. know how big they are, but <laughs> well, I, I mean, you you know, you say hello, you you know, introduce yourself or whatever it may be. But some of that stuff may be all just in and out for them. They come in and they pay for their order, hand it to them, and that's really the only face-to-face -face that you get. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some of the kiosks already suggest upsells for things that are ready. I've yeah, heard something that cut. Yeah, like, would you like to add a soda? Don't would even you, do. Yeah, you know, would you like to, you know. And maybe salad or dipping cup, whatever it may be. So um, things that we would have to do ourselves and kind of, you know, 
throw our personality in there. It's all just kind of being done automated. Would you like to do this? Would you like to yeah, do this? Right. this and and the other. So it definitely, you know, does kind of take some of the, uh, you know, personal, you know, face-to-face -face interaction out, you know, where you could kind of, you know, have your regulars that you see once a week or whatever, you know, you can't really get that, you know, if it's a new customer, you can't really build that base, I would say. Yeah. Um, if they're just, you know, they, ever since they've been ordering, they've always, you know, been using the kiosks or they've been using apps or whatever. You don't get to see these people the first time they come in and get to know who they are. Oh, yeah. Kind of get to know their order, memorize their name, memorize their orders, things like that are going to be taken away. And I know that's important for some customers and for some employees. I know that's very important. Well, so. I mean, to, to counter that, though, like the people who are ordering on like apps now, like everywhere has got an app. Mm -hmm. And you can order off the app, and it saves your orders. It saves like your customized items, like Taco Bell. I save like all my customized uh, items, and it's in my order. And I could just go in, quick tap, and it remembers that. Like mm -hmm. it, it, it has a better memory than humans do. So you it's a and computer, this, uh, but... you and this app have a good, long-standing relationship. Yeah, yeah, I've known saying. this app ever since. <laughs> ever since I was eight, and you're comfortable with that. <laughs> but like. With the kiosks and everything, the, the Taco Bell across the street from us just put theirs in, and the one in uh, the one in Gurnee also has kiosks. Mm -hmm. And I I find myself going to that just because I need like the extra customization, like for the, the vegan diet and everything, just to be mm -hmm. able to see like what are my options, what can I have. Mm -hmm. Like it's really helpful for people like me and other people with like special diets. Um, and just to make sure, like, everything's there. It's not going to get messed up. Like, it's, it's reassuring. Mm -hmm. um, and I, there are other people, like, normal customers who just walk in and I'll, I'll be sitting there eating my Taco Bell, you know, my great vegan burrito. Take yeah, a big bite really out of that. And he just walks straight to the kiosk. Like, the person behind the counter says hi to him. He doesn't even say hi back. He just walks mm -hmm. straight to the kiosk. Mm -hmm. It's right. crazy. Yeah, I see that it's really taking human error out of proportion then um, you will have that eventual mistake obviously you know if you're a general manager and you know that customer it's going to happen less often you know a customer comes in and it's, puts a smile on their face and you're like large hand toss onion green pepper mushroom pizza and they're like yeah how'd you know i'm like well you come in every week and all that but it's taking the human error out and you know, my question is with it is you know, I love my job and I love seeing those customers and see, seeing my reviews online is, you know, Mike had really good service, this person had really good service, everyone's in here is always smiling and laughing and, you know, what happens when they come in, it's, it's a machine, there's one person in there, you know, just oiling up the machine or whatever at that point and, you know, is, is it going to get to the point where it's just like computing pizza cheese <laughs> well, they have out a bunch of cheese. They have the those <laughs> vending machines in Japan now that make yeah. pizza for you, and they have them on some college campuses in uh, America, I think. I, I don't know which one specifically, but I have seen an article on like just like they're implementing all these vending machines for for pizza. Hey, I mm -hmm. thought we agreed on no research going in. Yeah. <laughs> We're just supposed We're just to blindly. But no, there's more than just the kiosks. There's going to be eventually places where you call, where you know you're basically speaking to automated thing, and it, you know repeats everything back to you and everything. But yeah, I, with the kiosks, with things, you know, um, I guess machines or whatever you want to call them, they're doing your phone calls. It does take out human error. I don't know. I guess from a consumer standpoint, I still walk into Starbucks and act like it's a uh, 
a cafe or you know some uh, <laughs> random coffee shop, even yeah. though I could definitely be ordering my stuff on the app and have it ready to go. I still walk yeah. in there and wait the uh, five, ten extra minutes it takes just to blindly walk in there and do whatever. But I mean, they've gotten my order wrong a couple times. I don't know if I'd have that trouble if I were to do it on an app. So uh, well, there's I mean, definitely still... pros and cons, you know, to each. If you do it on the app, you still have the. There's still people making it, so of I, course, I've right, had my my online orders messed up by the employees at Taco Bell before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've it, even it seen just on, happens, the, on the screen. It more so at Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks, but even my order, you know, I you see it on the screen through the drive-through. Yeah, I see it get taken wrong plenty and plenty of times where I have to correct them. I hate doing that, but I hate I, correcting. People. Right. I also don't want to pay for something I don't want. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Most- Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, you know, on the screen, I guess that drive-through would be similar to the kiosk. You're seeing what it's going to be, you know, before your order goes through. And on the app, you're seeing what it's going to be before your order goes through. So I guess you're really in the driver's seat there. You know, it's really just you and then the device that you're putting it into. And you're confirming that that's exactly what it's, you know, what you want and what it's going to be. Yeah, I feel that. I'm all for it, and you know most fast food or, or quick serve restaurants like that do have like a three, three stage process, right? You're taking the order, you're making the order, and you're finishing it off, whichever way you know Starbucks finishing it off might mean just you know putting whipped cream and cherry on it, you know <laughs> Domino's means cutting the pizza, boxing it up, all that. Mm-hmm. You're taking 33% of that human error out, mm-hmm. and then, I mean. Yeah, we're going to be dealing with the customer complaints, but it's, you know, oh, no, you ordered from the computer. We didn't take your order. That's, yeah, that's your true. fault. <laughs> but, we, you know, we're still going to be have to servicing those complaints. To me, is it, are we better at taking orders in our system that we're trained to do, or are we going to leave it now to the customer that's not trained on how to take their <laughs> yeah, order? <it> Basically, <laughs> that's, that's what the app is. It's just our, our cash register system yeah. where we type in the order and put it all in for them. That's basically all ordering online is, is them doing that themselves. Yeah, I mean, because sometimes I'd say people are ordering and they pop around from place to place, like how I say I order from Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. They don't always have things that are at one that's at the other. So people will order from Domino's or order from Pizza Hut or from Papa John's. Sometimes I think that they get mixed up. They want a product that yeah, isn't yeah, like the cheesy uh, crust, or yeah, the, crust your stuffed or, crust. Yeah, stuffed crust or so, pretzel um, crust. I think kind of when you're talking with somebody, some of those questions that you have get answered. And I, you know, think that there probably will be when they're trying to call, there will probably be an option to, you know, please speak with an associate now. Yeah. Press five. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> They'll be like, why don't you guys? Those have automated phones are so annoying <laughs> to me. Sometimes. Do you ever have to call a cable company to pay a bill or get something fixed? And you're just I press just one for this. Press three for this. It's like, like what's like? Can I press seventy nine? Like what? <laughs> I have an issue that's none of these issues. Like I'm trying. I to just want to talk to someone yeah, who can actually to... guide me to exactly where I need to go. Right. Because yeah, one through three, the three options that they give aren't really what I'm looking for or what I need help with. So yeah, speaking with someone, I guess when you have questions, if you're not familiar, you know, if you're not a regular, then I'd say that that could possibly be. You know, not an advantage for that person yeah. that's trying to order. They're not familiar with the menu, but they really only have, you know, the app or mm-hmm. a kiosk to order off oh, of, yeah. and they aren't familiar. So I guess, you know, that is a disadvantage and a disservice to them. But obviously, we'll still have workers in the store for now until yeah, for until <laughs> robots are just making everything. <laughs> beep, beep, uh, beep. Until then, 
Beep, well, just like a little here. conveyor Sorry. belt. <laughs> <laughs> May I take your hat, sir? <laughs> I'm sorry, we are all out of marinara sauce. <laughs> so, I mean, until then, I guess there'll still be people around that can answer their questions. So, uh, no garlic remake. <laughs> I need a remake. Throws the pizza at the wall. Do you know what percentage of your orders come in online? I know mine's right around 70, 72% probably to be specific. Um, def- definitely over 50, uh, I think in the 60s. So, I'd say that's got to be right on par with all the dominoes is above 50. And that came out yeah. with us, what, what, three, in. like four years ago? Four or five? Yeah. I, I think something that also goes into it is just some people just don't want to have that human interaction. Yeah. They want to be able to just, like, place it real quick, go pick it up, and not have to talk have to talk to, like, as little people mm-hmm. as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works for some people. So I definitely, you know, think that that is a good option. Yeah, it, it's nice to have the option. But I think... Uh, well, we went through the order taking process, um, and we kind of touched on like the order making process, mm-hmm. with, like the conveyor belts and the, the vending machines and all that. But the delivery process with these self-driving cars—that's what I was going to—is the most insane thing out of all of it, in I my was, opinion. I was going to ask Michael how he feels um, that one day he's basically just going to be in charge of a bunch of robots. <laughs> so it's only going to be you in there, and they're just going to give you a bunch of, you know, say, oil to keep filling up the machines. <laughs> That's all you really need. And then it's just going to be, you know, self-driving cars, robots making pizzas, you know, uh, machines making the pizzas and taking orders. So are you ready for that? You're going to be the only human yeah. in there? I mean, I think, I think we're still yeah. on the wrong timeline, so that's still going to be 20 years away. Probably right. at the very least until that's perfect. Perfected, perfected to where the, it's if not the client doesn't tested. kill us. Right first. now, the driving car will go to the end of your driveway, right? And it's pretty awesome. I mean, there's still mm. human in there, just make sure the car doesn't have a mind of its own. Stop by talking about. I can't wait till it pulls. In, <laughs> I can't wait till it's ready to pull in my garage. Like, it's hey, just only at the end of my driveway. Hey, car four, like, where are you? <laughs> I was getting yeah. guessed. It's yeah. That's. I mean, that's gonna be a long ways away, like you're saying. But I just yeah. You know, anything, I guess, that they can do to pay one less worker, I guess, right. just get the one-time fee. Obviously, there's going to be repairs or things that happen, but a kiosk, uh, something answering the phone. The drones. Literally, cars, yeah, yeah. T- literally taking out a delivery driver, just having a car drive itself or a drone. Mm-hmm. It's just all, I guess, yeah. ways to where um, human error can be taken out and then just another person that doesn't have to be around per se employed and whatnot the robot car delivers it to the end of the driveway they dispatch a smaller robot that comes out of the hatch goes up to the door (laughs) just you know goes through the building goes up the elevator (laughs) that is true there are uh, we get apartment orders townhomes everything along those lines so i guess for just getting to someone's driveway isn't necessarily going to work for Everybody, or for you know, people that are ordering when they're on break at work, and they you know, in you know, go through the back, you know, I'm in the back or whatever it may be. So yeah, the special. We do have a lot of special instruction orders, you know, wherever well, they may be. They're all the way on the fifth floor, and you know, whichever building it may be, you know, in their apartment or what, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think it's want like, you to call when they're there or whatever. Yeah, the special instructions and the, um, the fact that the GPSs that we have aren't 100% accurate yet. Are, are what's kind of hindering the whole 
delivery AI process, I'd say. Right. So I, I still think that's, you know, I would say 50 years, but honestly, I'm looking at, what, 15, 20 years until everything's Until we just all die from climate change. Yeah. <laughs> I'd give it... That's a separate podcast. I'd <laughs> that one. <laughs> three hours of material for you. <laughs> I'd say five to ten. If I'm right. just going out on a whim, no research. Well, I know we're you getting. You all seem like you may have they done already some have for some reason. <laughs> but they already have like these test stores already for yes. each and every yes. one of these things mm. we've talked about. Yes. Like it's not at every store, but it's at test stores. Mm. And, and once it gets like it's successful there, it's just like any new food product. Once it's successful there, it it'll go nationwide. Yeah, they, you know they test that thing day in and day out, and then when they're not. Having it done on a daily op side, obviously they bring it to people. This, 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 and this went wrong. These need to be fixed, and then they bring that back, and then they it's back in their daily ops, and you know, so they, it goes through so much before it can be rolled out into every store and available for everybody to have. So I mean, those those test stores just have to be insane. I'd love to go yeah. and see like what, work, a day, work what a day looks day. like in one of those. Where it's like, hey, so. You know, if this is gonna work, you know, it's it's you know, it's a cool idea. Try you're it out. Probably running you know? better service times. You're taking the person off, you know, instead of the kiosk, you have that self driving car. I mean it still needs to now be operated by a person. You have that car, so you you know, you pay one less driver, you get more focus on, you know, the twenty percent of your orders that are phone calls you're answering and basically everything's going into making the product and you know being there making the food, so all focus is on that. So, you know, you don't have three different areas that you're taking care of in one night. It's just trying to figure out which of the three is the issue. Yeah, at the end of the day, they're definitely trying to make our jobs easier, everybody's jobs easier that's working in food or wherever they may be working where, you know, they have this, um, what do you say, privilege to then have this technology, you know, in their workplace. Yeah. You know, having to deal with a couple less, you know, I shouldn't say deal with. It's a fair way of putting deal it. But <laughs> I mean, you just want a couple less things to worry about. You know what I'm saying? To where you could put that focus, put that energy into another area and really excel at it instead. So it, yeah. you know, just one less thing to have to worry about. You know that that, except for you know, if it breaks, that's going to be doing what it's going to be doing. You know, it's going to be taking people's orders day in day out. That kiosk, that phone, whatever it may be. So that's just one less area. You know, less time training a person that that's what that's all that they would be doing for however many hours a week. That can all be spent somewhere else, you know, excelling somewhere else. So yeah, it is definitely well, for our benefit. I think you both have touched on it now about how um, we wouldn't have to pay that extra employee to do that or whatever. Um, do you think that these technological advances? Do you think they're more so for the better of of all this stuff that we're talking about, or do you think it's just because they don't want to have to pay people? Do you think it's because they don't want to have to have so much money going out to employees? Well, I do think it's a response to rising wages, not based on inflation. I think it's you know a response, especially to rising wages based on legislation, to where. Now they're putting in a plan like, hey, we have to bump this to 15 instead of, you know, inflation letting wages take care of themselves. So you have to be able to counter that, otherwise you're going to sink. You yeah. can't be paying people the same amount now and then 10 years where everything's advanced, you know, you're the guy in last place. Like, okay, how did I get here? Like, you, know, you have to be taking the forefront of this. You have to be taking the first step. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so definitely 
the way that it's going to be is the higher up you are on the food chain is the more benefit you're going to see. So obviously corporations and business owners are going to see a, a lot in the most return out of it. And then managers are also going to see a decent amount of return out of it. Those people that are looking for those jobs, that they want to be in there answering the phone, they want to be in there taking their orders. They're Which not isn't see many people anymore. Anymore, yeah. per se, but there and then the other people that work amongst those people that, you know, uh, <clears throat> trying to see ahead of time, somebody's on the phone, they're looking and seeing, or, you know, somebody walked in, they're trying to see what's on the order screen, kind of maybe make it ahead of time. Um, you know, the basically the lower down it's going uh, on the floor, they're going to see less benefits. So I guess per se, like we were saying, less people in there getting paid for those types of jobs. So jobs kind of aren't going to be as more available as they used to be. And then some things, you know, it's less people, less of a team that they're working with in that kind of aspect. So basically, the higher up you go, the more benefits you're going to see. So it's just kind of yeah. at an advantage for those um, job descriptions and those types. Yeah, right. And, you know, I'm not too worried about machinery taking over. <laughs> it is one of those things where, yeah, you end up boxing people out, but now you're forcing them to be better. You're now being able to supply other industries where, you know, you can't replace teachers with machines, right? We'll see. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll try it. <laughs> right. um, I, mean, I, I think there are some places where that is happening. Now, so. yeah, yeah. With, with the technical, I mean, I could speak for that since I'm, I'm in school for it right now is that what they try to train us to do is to use it to enhance the classroom, not take over the classroom. Right. But a lot of teachers out there, I've got little brothers who are in elementary school right now, and they, they get these iPads and all that. All their learning is being directed just to that. Like, it seems like the teacher just isn't really doing as much anymore with that they're coming home, they don't even have textbooks anymore. Their mm -hmm. stuff is on those iPads. Like, they're... they're uh, workbooks are all on it, all their math stuff. They're being told to do their research on these iPads. They're being told to watch these videos to mm -hmm. learn these lessons. Like there's so many teachers that have video uh, classrooms or video lessons where they just sit there and watch a YouTube video of another teacher in another state mm -hmm. talking about the lesson. And, think, and then they don't teach it. And think about online classes, similar style. I've been doing those for quite some time now. I mean, the way it seems to me, I'm also going to be retaking one, so I guess so this will be the ultimate uh, trial of it. No, no, I'm saying that I've, I've taken all, all my classes once, this other one I'm retaking, and I had yeah. to drop, but it to me seems that they write everything out, and then after that, everything is just grading, mm -hmm. from what I see. Like I said, didn't do any research, because I thought yeah. we agreed on it. Uh, but uh, just, you know... Have your lectures ready, have videos ready for them to watch, tell them to read this chapter, this chapter, here's the quiz, all right, quiz graded, all right, turn in the paper, all right, graded your paper, and then all of that is just copy and paste to the next term, next term, next term, you know what I'm saying? So they write something once, and then that's just good for learning for quite some time for those online classes, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I so. just think, I think it's important for these teachers to think about how it can enhance rather than how it can replace. And I, yeah. I think it's important to drill that in their heads before, like, schools do become just, like, sitting at home watching seven hours of video for a day. Mm -hmm. I want to take an example from highest-end schools, right? So when you're replacing people in regular 
positions with machines, they're you know being forced to supplement other areas. So now the you know industries that do need humans, like teaching does, will have better humans in that area, right? So the top end schools, charter schools, private schools, say you're talking about Harvard University, you have that one in a million professor that taps into its students and they learn from you know that person instead of hey you know do this on the iPad real quick. So that's always been my best learning experience is when I have that one professor, I can you know I get to relate myself to them and ask them questions. I feel comfortable with them, their teaching style, boom, I'm picking up everything they're putting down. Mm -hmm. That's why those high-end schools are seeking those people. I think if you're supplementing that industry, you're going to get more of those people now. So now your lower-end schools are going to be just, they're going to rise in standard of education just because you're going to have that market's eventually going to get flooded. So that's, you know, that's a nice problem to have because you're just going to get higher-end people and then they're going to be, you know, filling up those lower-end schools where you have those teachers that are kind of, losers now you have more competitive hiring in that area i i think with education is that there is such a shortage on um teachers right now yeah. um so like they they tell everyone that goes into education like about the teacher shortage about which states they can transfer to and find a job at and are you stretching right now i'm making noise <laughs> sorry no I'm just confused okay uh anyway um they just they t they talk to them about all that and like all these other opportunities but i think one of the reasons for the shortage is the the wages like they, they're not getting paid not every school pays the wage that a teacher should be receiving right there are right. some places where a teacher receives only about twenty thousand a year and there are some places where they'll receive six figures like it, right. it's really depends on the district mm -hmm. and that's what that kind of sucks you could have like a teacher who is like is like that one in a million that you were saying who's teaching in a lower end school and only making thirty thousand a year who deserves to totally be making more so i i think like the thing with with wages there's just like that there's not as much review for how much each person should be getting paid based on their experience based on how good they are at the job rather than like Okay, here's the minimum wage. We're not going to review you ever. We're just going to pay you that amount forever. <laughs> yes. Right. And I was just going to say that's, um, I mean, I hear it from friends, uh, you know, see it where I'm at. I just think that that's been kind of what the trend is. They set up minimum wage. It's been ever since I've been working at, you know, down those past five years in our state, it's been the exact same. I know in Wisconsin, it's a little different and everything. Um, but I hear the same thing from friends that, are, you know, Say they're going to ask their boss for a raise. They've been working here for this long. They do this, this, and this, and it goes unnoticed. And they ask for it, and then nothing comes out of it. So it's, Either nothing comes out or there are people who get mm -hmm. fired for it. And then I was going to say that there's the case where, okay, well, in that case, I'm going to leave. or I'm only going to work this many hours a week. And then they're like, well, no, no, never mind. Come back. You know, We'll give you that raise you're asking about. I mean, for certain instances. Yeah, it really depends gonna, on the person. Yeah, say which you know is tied up with yeah. which and everything. but. I mean, that's something to where I guess people are being underpaid and underappreciated in that sense because they're not as easily replaceable as you think. They say they're going to work less hours or they say they're going to quit. And you're like, well, never mind. Maybe we can work something out because you can't just get somebody, you know, off the street that's going to know someone or something that someone that's been working there for 
two years, three years, and, you know, does all these other things behind the scenes, you know, they're not just going to, you know, find somebody starts right away and is already doing that caliber of work in their first week. So uh, it's definitely something that they should do more reviews and kind of look into uh, getting those people that really help you out without you knowing how much they're doing, you know, really get them more taken care of as well, I'd say. It'll go a long way. Yeah. You know, I think when you do bring machines into the workplace and, you know, I mean, the way I say it, machines, it sounds so dehumanizing, but it's, you know, enhancing the is, workplace, yes. enhancing technology, exactly. technology sure. um, you then get to keep your best person, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You get to, Constantly. you know, yeah. cut the, you know, lower end with, you know, not the heavy headers. And the people who just the, don't try at work. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they'll always come in. Especially yeah, at minimum wage, they'll always be the minimal effort. Right. You know, yeah, you like some, yeah. it's the notion that you know you're entitled to job, and every job you have is this you know stereotypical. I'm a snarky boss. This is my life. I'm so average, mm-hmm. and you know they get themselves into that mindset. Mindset, especially young people, and I, it's almost like a disease now. They're just like, oh, I hate my life. Like you're 18. You have so much room to grow. You have so much potential. You are not putting in the effort to enjoy your life. And, you know, when you do start that job, you need the experience. you got to build the experience. It's not going to be the best thing ever, but if you make the most out of it, you know, Mm -hmm. create these relationships, then you get to become, you know, you get to jump to that next level. And and no one's one's expecting you to work that job for the rest of your life, especially at 18. Like, that job's just for you to be able to get through schooling and stuff like that. Correct. Be able to work towards your career that you're getting a degree in Mm -hmm. if you're going to school. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I feel like there's a lot of employees... I mean, I mean, there's there's some on both ends. There's employees who think that they should get paid more when they do not show the work and they don't have that ethic. They just want to get paid more because they think they deserve it. They're like, and then pay, you, pay me more and you'll see how hard I work later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then you have the employees <laughs> who do. They, oh. they come in, they're constantly working. Mm-hmm. They have great work ethic. They're really good at what they do. And they're not getting the raise that they want, whether it's because of higher up reasons or because mm-hmm. they just don't want to give it to them. I don't know. But it's just like there are a lot of workers who deserve to get paid more that just aren't. Yes. And that's what pinch on, you know, you're pinched on money. You have to pay extra people to do jobs that can be replaced by the technology. So, mm-hmm. they're, you know, that's going to be a great supplementation to get those people the extra money that they actually deserve and they work hard towards getting. Like I said, yeah, those um, machines, I guess we're just going to call them machines, they're all just one-time purchase, but then you don't have to keep it rolling. You know, it's not somebody that you're paying this minimum wage or whatever wage it is, week in, week out, year after year. So you, you buy that up front, and then it's just, it's still doing the job, and you, you know, except for repairs, it's it's done being paid for. So it's not like an employee where you just, every time they're there, you got to pay them, so then we can... I guess move those um, funds, whatever you want to call them, into better areas. So I also think that <clears throat> when people are getting paid more and people are having more of an important role, I guess per se, uh, it'll help with turnaround. Because I know that in food in general, or just places where you're starting out in a minimum wage, uh, turnaround is huge. Turnaround is some people will be there for weeks, months. I mean. It's very rare that you see people stay there for a couple years unless their plan is to move up or they are going to school or something like that. So um, 
I think turnaround is also something that they need to look into, or they probably are looking into, um, with this wage increasing and with uh, bringing technology into the workplace. So. Yeah, yeah, because Illinois has got that plan right now to get up to fifteen uh, uh, by twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Next year, it's going up by a whole dollar. A dollar, like yep. right, January first, one dollar, and then isn't it going up another dollar the next year? I believe or? it's a dollar. No, it's every going year up to ten the next year. Yes. Okay. And then, so and then a, and then it's like six months increments or something. Yeah. Just whatever, whatever the time and the dollars and equal out to to by that year be yeah. fifteen. That's directly following because usually Illinois always follows. It's either California or New York do it first, then Illinois comes third. It's always the trend. <laughs> um, they want to see with California and New York really similar numbers. I believe once they did raise the wage, I think they jumped it two dollars in a year, which is pretty. That's a know, lot. Pretty significant amount. Significant year, yeah. jump everybody's minimum wage that lives in that state, however many millions of people in those high population states. Um, I think it was over seventy-one percent of employers in both California and New York said they had to cut people. Yes. Or bring in more technology. In order to yeah. supplement that. To keep up. Yeah. yeah I mean, then, there's no way you can do exactly what you're doing now. I mean, potentially same, you know, customer base and sales, and, you know, food costs is the same. You can't just throw all these, you know, hundreds, thousands, you know, all these well, yeah, dollars on raise, top of paying your yeah. people and keep your business uh, plan exactly the same. It's just ridiculous. You, well, that's where the cuts have to be made. When you raise the wage, when you raise the wage, the cost of living goes up too. Like mm. the wages go up, everything else is going to go up. It, it's not going to work the way a lot of people think it is. Where right. yes, inflation has been going up a lot more than the wages have at different slopes. But if you just you're just like, oh well, let's equal that out. Let's just make it fifteen. The cost of living is just going to jump even higher. Like it, it's not going to even out or balance out. It's, it's, it's the same thing work. they did with college tuition, the same thing they're doing with rent in Illinois now is, hey, if you make less money, we're going to make your rent less, or we're going to give you more, you know, I know what it is. If you make less money, we're going to give you a bigger tax credit for rent. Same thing happens with college. You're going to get a tax break. It used to be a, did you guys ever get it? It was like the student tax break. Yeah, I think. Yeah. They give you $1,500 tax credit, and you don't even pay that in taxes per year. So they're recycling someone else's taxes to give you a tax credit for school. And what happens? Next five years, college tuitions go up over 18%. Yeah, college tuition. That's a short amount of time. So. That's a whole other discussion, just the way that college, you know, college costs have gone. But that's mm-hmm. the same Incredible. thing on wages. Over. I don't want to be like the stats guy. But <laughs> But, uh, Sounds like you've been doing crazy, research. It's crazy you've uh, you got all these stats without any research. Yeah. <laughs> my, my source? I don't know. <laughs> Experience. Trust me. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. It was a dot org. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the thing with raising wages, it hurts the little guy and it helps the part-time employees. Mm-hmm. It helps those people. But the full-time employees end up having to lose their job or find another job mm-hmm. because you can't keep those people around for that amount of money. It helps the part-time employees because it incentivizes everyone to become a part-time employee. Yes. Which doesn't help people. This has the opposite effect of um, what I was saying earlier. Um, the benefits of the machines kind of benefits people as they go higher up. This, as you go higher up, is 
they get the least advantage of people at minimum wage getting paid more. Like you were mm -hmm. saying, people will be more than happy to start working somewhere. Um, right now in Illinois, it's 825. Um, at 15, they'll be more than happy to get you know a job right. making pizzas at 15 an hour versus at 825 an hour. So I think the people we have applying for jobs will change. Um, you know, we'll have a lot more people looking to stick around for a couple years, a lot more people looking to work more hours, you know, just different candidates. So that'll make management easier. But again, for the business owners, having to just wrap their head around paying all of those people in there, you know, for, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, busy times, nights, all those people in there are going to pay, you know, this much extra. It's going to, it's a lot of stress on business owners for all types of businesses. So yeah. Um, Even if they make like a bunch of profit and have like some yeah, spare, I mean, you can like, think not about, a lot of people want to take that dip in profit, you know? Yeah, you can think about it's going to change the economy. Maybe people, you know, making more other places are going to order more, and you know, think other things are going to be changing. But it's still, at a glance, is a lot to tackle right now. That just going from, you know, like I said, where we're at eight twenty-five to fifteen for seven people, 10 people extra for in this many more hours a week. I mean, it's the, when you break that down into dollars, it's, it's very, you know, a lot that they're going to have to take into consideration. It's very intimidating at first glance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the effect of that is going to be the consumer cost going up. Mm -hmm. Well, we pay people double what they were getting paid four years ago. Well, now the pizza is going to be double what it is. It's who going does, to have to. Who be does nice. that hurt? A little guy. The guy that wants to start a pizza company. The guy mm -hmm. who wants to start a retail store. It's not going to hurt Walmart. Walmart no, has plenty no. of money to pay their employees. You know, they jumped their wages three dollars in the last year because you know tax benefits, mm -hmm. tax cuts that they were getting, and you know it's going to increase the barrier of entry. You cannot be able to start a business like. Hey, you know, I just want to have a little retail store, or I want to have a little thrift store, tanning salon, whatever it is you do. I need to pay a person that's working the other 50 hours that, you know, of the 150 hours that we're open a week. Yeah. And you can't get those two or three extra people. It's going to be relying on one person, and it's going to be too difficult to keep that maintained. And it's going to be hard to jump into the next level where it's going to be the big guys are going to keep getting bigger. Yes. You know. I don't see an issue with the big guys can be as big as they want because they earned it. But the fact that the government is now helping the big guys get bigger and it's just increasing that gap to where the little guy is going to be so hard to jump up, you know, it's, it's not a good idea. And I do think minimum wage should be only increased based on inflation and not increased artificially based on legislature or, you know, people's moods because eventually you're just going to increase consumer cost. Mm -hmm. Is it really going to be, you know, yeah, I'm making all this money. Oh, but now that pack of cigarettes is $20. It used to be 8 bucks. Exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. Gallons of milk yeah, are so going to be like $25. And you're going to order it with a kiosk. Well, yeah. So, I mean, the, the bigs are going to stay bigs. I mean, McDonald's, Starbucks, yeah. Domino's, all these. That, I mean, they're just going to keep on rolling. It is, like you are saying, going to be those small businesses that are going to struggle. I mean, think about... I haven't done too much research into it, but Amazon has those grocery stores where you oh, can yeah. walk in and walk out. I mean, we're talking about not even, you know, paying somebody to How does that work? have you. Uh, I, I, I'm, it's supposed to be linked up with your accounts. Like I guess it just yeah. charges you and knows how much everything is. Well, but that's when you go in, except you for like stalkers. I mean, scan. that's less people that are, you know, um, 
in checkout lines and things, yeah. doing those types of roles. So I mean, that's less jobs. It's like that kind of when you walk in, well. you like scan your account or something, yeah. and it like logs you in, and then it like you grab what you want and you just leave and like as you grab it it like scans it for you with like their store cameras and stuff right is that what it so so it's crazy i haven't done too much research but i mean compared to walmart and other stores i mean that's no it's no checkout line so that's just one less aspect like you're saying how we're taking 33 percent out of our business they're taking you know whatever percentage they're taking like 50 percent i mean they have their stockers and their management everything but they're still taking out a whole aspect just based on technology of Amazon is huge. So many people have this prime and, you know, they have whatever they may do, however they scan it and, you know, use oh, the cameras whenever you're leaving. The button and, you have on your fridge, like, oh, I need Tide Pods. And yeah. it just appear the next day. They're also, I yeah, mean, for, for, for grocery stores, I mean, there's also, um, you know, you can just kind of pick everything up, you know. Everything well, yeah. is convenience-based. Even Even all these doing technology and apps. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all convenience based. So, mm-hmm. I mean, when you go to the grocery store, do you really go to the the checkouts with a person, or do you go to the self checkout? Self scan every single time. Yeah. yeah. Every single time. Because yeah. those lines, I mean, they just move faster. It's just like sometimes I'm just like more comfortable doing it myself. I think that's the main. And that's thing. the way it is. I don't have a problem with convenience. But everything should be getting easier as we go on. Like we're in this new, you know, there was the industrial revolution where. Oh, it's a huge horse and buggy industry, and then the car came out and it killed everyone in that industry. Well, no, they just moved to the car industry because that <laughs> ended up creating a million more jobs than the horse and buggy industry did. And I think it's going to be the same thing. Okay, Amazon has this store, no checkout people. Well, it's going to bring them in so much business, they're going to make, it, make an extra billion dollars a year. They can then resupplement into those employees and just move them to the warehouse. Well, yeah, look, look how many like warehouses they're opening yeah. and how many people are going to work at their warehouses, how many people are working at like Google and Apple and all that. There's right. and so Amazon many jobs in technology. the now. one I hear about of, you know, I mean, I heard it's not great to work at, but I definitely hear that they have great benefits. They mm-hmm. pay very well. So, I mean, that's just one of those things that, I mean, the bigs are going to stay big because they can offer more and they have, you know, more access to technology i mean if you're trying to open a mom pop place and you try to get your hands on a kiosk i mean you're going to have to you know go through a lot of channels to try and you know yeah. get it to set up with your point of sale system and try to have it you know s- it? you know just set up in all these kind of certain ways you know it's a lot of customization versus if you're to franchise somewhere or you know you know just, uh, places opening up whether it be amazon or whatever it is i mean they just that's store by store, place by place. That's their technology. That's their things that they have the rights to. That you get the rights to if you franchise or whatever it yeah, is. It's so latching on for it's the a big, It's a big, big advantage versus just trying to open the mom and pop place. Unfortunately, because those places are great. You know, great menu options. Yeah. They're personal when you go in there. Yeah, you know, like great. a big deli and all that. Yeah, like big deli. It's just like they're, they're just like gonna be there one time. Yeah, yeah, I mean because they have you know popularity and customer base on their you know to each their own you know they get yeah. in their own right, but it'll definitely be harder. You know they have a more uphill battle than these others that are just keeping up with advancement. You know just keep on doing it. You know yeah. day yeah. in day I'm out. Just, I think to a certain point it's just so hypocritical. Like, oh, this evil, massive corporation. <laughs> it's so evil. 
Uh, but we're going to raise the minimum wage to 20 bucks, so only they can pay their employees now, so you can only shop there. Bro, but they're so evil. Yeah, but I need to buy a video game, so let me just order from them real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, they're awesome. Like, competition should drive... Competition breeds excellence. If you want the little guy, I mean, don't use it by increasing the wages. Let inflation take care of that. Cut your taxes down. Cut your taxes down. Let that little guy get in there. He's going to thrive. And the big guys are going to thrive, too, because they earned it. They worked their butts off for it. They get to do that. And they will be then hiring more people. So people aren't going to run out of jobs and just, you know, keep it going. Just I don't think the government should be supplementing anything at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you say is your biggest hope for the future with uh, technology advances and your biggest concern for the future? Um, I mean, I've mentioned it a couple of times just subconsciously. I mean, I I know that they're going to keep on testing it and they won't roll anything out that, you know, isn't perfect and isn't, you know, ready to use, has all these problems. But, I, I mean, things break over time. I mean, the customer comes in your lobby, it you know, it, day in and day out, people are using that thing. I mean, it is going to break. I'm not sure how expensive repairs are going to be, but, I mean, even... Chip readers everywhere yeah, are not just... the best working machine of all time. Matter of fact, I think it's the opposite. You know that from experience. <laughs> I know that. I'm very experienced in that. I, I breaks think that down I could at be, least once a week. I think that I could be considered a part-time uh, chip repair, you know, or chip reader repair person. Yeah. Basically, I mean, they're getting better now, but I mean, there's going to be error and there's going to have to be repairs. So. That I mean, that all is going to require a professional, or maybe not, just us kind of, you know, having to be trained on it. So more training, um, kind of, you know, hopefully not as much repairs, but then it's just one less thing to worry about once we know that it's it's solid, it's you know, it's all good. Uh, once it's finally rolling like that, you know, it's been a couple months. Uh, that's just one less thing to worry about. So I'd say that it's a a win in my book. So cool. Michael? My turn? Yeah. <laughs> well, I agree with everything Devin was saying. So, I mean, that's as far as our industry goes that we work in. I mean, just kind of moving forward and, you know, quality of living. I really hope the machinery, machinery will end up benefiting people as far as being more healthcare options, right? I want x-ray machines to be like a tanning salon where you need an x-ray, it's going to be five bucks, you go in 10 minutes, you get an x-ray, all you have is technician there, right? It's not just limited to the one hospital, you know. I just hope that essentially the firewalls that are holding between, you know, the, I guess, the healthcare, that entire industry, that, you know, we're going to be able to break them down and have more access to that. We're going to be able to get better diagnostics everything like that so it's going to be a lot cheaper once we have more of these things once we're able to privatize that more um i guess my biggest concern would be you know i still do think you know people are going to find jobs in other situations it's just to what point are people going to give up to you know hey my job of putting pepperoni on the pizza really you know crept out on me and now you know, I can't find a job anywhere because I'm not skilled. So I'm just going to give up and I'm going to take government benefits. Well, to what point are we going to be able to shut the door on that? And, you know, it's it has to move with the system. People have to get better. The reason machines are coming in is because we need to be able to push people into industries to make them more skilled, better laborers, better 
you know, to keep advancing human race. Eventually we'll have to go to other planets and all that, right? <laughs> we have to keep making more intelligent people even if they're not willing to do it. We just have to live, you know, create that society for them to live in that environment, right? To where, you know, I'm, I'm the most thing I'm nervous about is to what point are people going to give up and be unemployed because they're not as skilled or they just think not able to do it. They're not capable of taking that next step and moving with the machines. Yeah. All right. And then we'll all become robots and uh, rule the universe. And they just screw it, ship it right into your brain. And then as soon as you walk into the store, just boop, you're here. Just senses everything. 30 in your pepperoni hands. on me. You know, you put them down, just. <laughs> you just reminded me of uh, this Dead Kennedy song, uh, Soup is Good Food. I just a couple lines in there are like. Um, computers never go on strike things like that it's it's a song from 80s but i mean it's basically just about um you know workers and um you know trying to get uh, unemployment and benefits and things like that and you know jobs being taken over by different you know advances and whatever but you should listen to that song really like I that will. song <laughs> soup is good food. soup is good food yes that's well, <laughs> It's a really political album, like start to finish. I think that's the first song, but you know, I'm a big Dead Kennedys fan, so just gotta throw that out there. We're sponsored by the Dead Kennedys. <laughs> uh, we're not actually, but uh, I think with that, we're just skimming the surface. So thank you so much, both of you, for coming on. No problem having us. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. That's it. <laughs> and with that we are just skimming the surface thanks for listening if you like what you heard be sure to follow or subscribe on your favorite podcasting service don't forget to like W Skim Milk on Facebook and to check out WSkimmilk.com for more about me this has been Wesley W Skim Milk Skim have a great night <laughs>